Buckaroo. Halloween. Buckaroo. Halloween. <laughs> it's etc. Yeah, hey. So yeah, Halloween special. I mean, uh, well, go figure. It's as much of a surprise to me as it is to you. You know, I don't usually do theme shows not here on the proper uh, Buckaroo holiday. But I got a commission. I got a commission from somebody. This guy Eric, he's a loyal listener. And he's a member of my Patreon, too. Bear that in mind. So he decided that he wanted a Buckaroo holiday-style Halloween show. He was kind of sick of hearing all these Halloween mixes that come out that have the same tunes on them, you know, Thriller and Monster Mash and Werewolves of London and all that. And he thought maybe a Halloween show Buckaroo-style would be a little different. I'm happy to oblige. Hey, I like this idea of commissions, man. If you, uh, anybody uh, interested in a specially commissioned show, you, you know where to reach me. I left the price up to him, and he was most generous. So I hope I do a good show for him. He encouraged me to share it with all of you as a regular show. And uh, I appreciate that because, uh, you know, doing the work and it's nice to share the wealth. So uh, this show is dedicated to Eric and uh, hope you all like it. So, a buckaroo Halloween. What's that going to mean, huh? I don't want to stick to novelty tunes, of course. You know, I'm not Dr. Demento over here. But there's going to be a lot of novelty songs because it's a novelty topic. But I also aim to do things that are just disquieting, things that remind you of horror, some things that are just seasonal, October kind of things, autumnal numbers. And I also want to do stuff that's amusing to listen to as well as stuff that's good music. I think the following falls into that category. We're going to start with Alice Cooper. The Ballad of Dwight Fry, who was a character actor, was Renfield in the Bela Lugosi version of Dracula, as well as Frankenstein's assistant Fritz in the Boris Karloff original Frankenstein. So Alice and the boys wrote this song of madness with Dwight Fry's characters in mind. The danger zone 
hey man, listen, they strapped me into this electric chair, and this cat comes up to me and said, do you want to live? Hmm. So you know what I told him. Seems all I have to do is volunteer for this medical experiment. So of course I jumped at it, you know, because I'm innocent. And all I need is a little time to prove it. So they took me to this doctor's house. And when I wake up on the table, attached to my body is a head of a white dude. And he's looking at me eyeball to eyeball. So I checked him out. And by looking at his face, I can tell here is a bigot. Man, this is one of the funniest pictures that you ever want to see. I mean, we go shopping. We chase chicks, we catch a few, we get chased by the fuzz. If you want to see one of the funniest pictures in the world, you got to see The Thing with Two Heads with Ray Milan and me, Rosie Greer. The Thing with Two Heads, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Dig it. Who's there? Who's there? Up there on the stairs, beware, beware, I hear somebody coming upon his toes. Oh, look there, he goes, my the ghost is going to town. He takes his cane, his gloves and his hat, and like a cat, he hurries down the alley. The moon is bright, and this is the night when Mr. Ghost is going to town. And he can't be late He's got a day To do a little stepping He'll shake his bone To hot saxophone Cause Mr. the Ghost Is going to town Jones Boys with Mr. Ghost Goes to Town, one of those Mills Brothers type of groups, 
that were plentiful at that time, which was around 1937. Had that little radio spot before that for the thing with two heads. And Vic Mizzy wrote the piece Gomez for the television show The Addams Family. And that, of course, was the recurring theme through the show that was John Astin's character, Gomez. Vic Mizzy was a great composer, soundtracks, TV scores. You're going to hear a little bit more of him later, I think. I have something planned. We'll see how it goes. And the first piece, as I mentioned, was Alice Cooper from the Love It to Death album. Great, great album. 1971, I think it was. Ballad of Dwight Fry. Alice Cooper was straight up scary in the early days there. I remember when I was a kid and I saw the albums at a record store. I pointed it out to my brother. I'm like, what's that? And he was like fairly dismissive. He thought it was a bubblegum stuff. But the horror aspect of it and the, the fact that Alice Cooper was named Alice Cooper just was unnerving, compelling. Very soon became one of my favorites for a while. I still think those albums are great, especially Love It to Death and Killer. Now, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I'm not going to do a special without Charles Ives in here somewhere. So I'm going to play something by Charles Ives here. Oddly enough, it's called Halloween. And again, it's not dealing with the spooky stuff like a lot of this stuff. It's more about the celebration of Halloween and kids building bonfires and all. So we're going to enter into a less overtly horrific section here and more about that... Uh, atmosphere of autumnal celebration, bonfires, etc. And the horror will return. <laughs> right, you know. Thank you. 
smell things that aren't there And they know where to hide And they know everything that's inside of my head Tiny demons inside me
foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Yeah, well, I'll grant you that, but uh, let's get one thing straight. I'm the host. Ghost host. Why is horror so corny? Horror is corny. <laughs> you do have an active imagination. Jeez. But calm yourself. Hey, hey, I am calm, so step down. You're worse than Art Garfunkel over here. That was from the Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Before that was a track called Nightmare. It was one of those Creed Taylor productions. These albums that came out. I guess it was the 50s, 60s. Panic, Shock, Son of Shock. They were big band jazz soundtrack type compositions with sound effects and um, voices on them. Creating these creepy scenarios. Some of them were a little more clear and explicit and others were just more impressionistic. Actually kind of cool. Todd Rundgren with Tiny Demons. That came as a little bonus single with the album Healing. And then a band he produced on an album I think he produced, XTC, a Sacrificial Bonfire. That always just obviously made me think of autumn and these sorts of celebrations. Also, as I said, uh, evoked in the first piece in that set, which was from three outdoor scenes, Charles Ives' Halloween. So I'm thinking on this show, it might be better to have these longer sets because it makes it better to accompany, I don't know, bobbing for apples or packing your trick-or-treat bags, if there are going to be any this year, preparing your costumes or sipping a spooky cocktail. Again, it's a custom show, a commissioned show. So thank you, Eric, for commissioning it. And I hope you're all enjoying it, and you can thank Eric for it. Not only did he commission this, but he joined me on the Patreon. And I appreciate that as well. Everybody who's on the Patreon has been getting these this bonus content. We've been doing special shows. Did a, a couple of Bowie specials and Bonzo Dogman special. Some other topics we covered. And uh, been giving away some souvenirs, handmade works of art. And I got another set of those coming up that I'm going to be sending to people strictly through the Patreon, doing this raffle thing. So look, join up. Help a guy. I don't know who knows, but I've, uh, I used to plug this show on Facebook whenever I had a new one. And I quit Facebook. I'm not doing it anymore. So those of you who are listening to this and want to share it with your friends on Facebook or whatever you use, please do. Tell people about it and tell them to get in on the Patreon too, man. It wouldn't hurt. And if you need to reach me, I'm on a social network now, if you could call it that, called MeWe. It's an attempt to provide an alternative to Facebook that doesn't do data mining, advertising, censorship, or political shenanigans. All those miserable things that Facebook's been doing. And it's pretty much a ghost town, appropriate enough for tonight. But uh, I'm there. And you can reach me there if you so desire. Me, we, M-E-W-E, silly name, but uh, anyway, there it is. So, Drew Mulholland works under the name, or did work under the name, uh, Mount Vernon Arts Lab. Kind of a pioneer in uh, hauntology, I would say. 
And if ever there was a show where we wanted to have some hauntological music, this is the one. Couldn't hear a piece from him called Hobgoblins. And then my son suggested that I play a track by his favorite band, Tally Hall, you've heard here before. Seems appropriate enough, Halloween. Turn the lights off. And then uh, then we'll see. After that, we'll see. I don't know. Kind of flowing, you know what I'm saying? Just flowing. You know, like that.
the kinky Everybody complicated Man and woman, baby child Calm and wild, turn the lights off Don't remember what we look like Young girl holding one another Paper colors, dangle streaming Dangle screaming, turn the lights off Valentine and company, Charles Ray Conway and Yvonne Covington. The Vampire.
I pleaded with Slark to pass me by. I've done nothing wrong, I don't wanna die. But he scooped me up in his huge grey clothes and bore me away without any cause. So many miles over mountain and stream, a cold grey mist woke me up from my dream. A sun fought snow in a winning tune. I found us standing by a silver pool. some old friends of ours, Stackridge, from a single version of the song Slark. There was a longer version of it on their first album. It's very different. 
It's a completely different recording. Andy Davis being seized by this great flying beast. And before that, a band called Phantom's Divine Comedy preceded Alice Cooper in the horror rock stakes. But I think the scene is kind of goofball. Um, I don't really know a lot about the band. I just know that references that I've read to them in a lot of the old rock magazines, they were sort of dismissed. Spiders will dance on your face while you sleep is the catchy title of that number. <laughs> it's real, real heavy. But you know, why, why, why would that be more goofy than, like, say, Nick Cave later, right? I mean, it's spooky, spooky people. You know, why not? I mean, everybody's having fun, right? There was a radio spot for a movie called The Vampire by T. Valentine. You can look that up on YouTube. There's a trailer for it. I don't know if this film ever got made. Maybe from about 10 or so years ago? Maybe longer? I don't know. Just uh, somebody's... Uh, Somebody's idea of something to do, I guess it was. <laughs> you heard a brief clip of Desmond Leslie from his album, Music of the Future. One of those great early albums, visionary weirdness, almost like, you know, Joe Meek's I Hear a New World. Desmond Leslie was a pretty fascinating guy. Did some film work and uh, various things. You can look him up. He did that project circa 5960 somewhere in there so almost the same time joe meek was doing his uh, stuff desmond was doing a very similar channeling of the music of the spheres really worth checking out i'll probably play some more on if not this show future shows that wasn't enough to give you an idea of anything and as i said tally hall with turn the lights off and mount vernon arts lab with hobgoblins oh i forgot the Phantom's Divine Comedy record. That track that I played had a long, quiet section after it on the album with a uh, backwards voice very softly. And those were the days when stuff like that was uh, interesting and creepy. As a, for instance, of the power this stuff would exert, this strange audio crypto bullshit um, as kids we used to dare each other to sit in this part of the house where they were just building an extension so it was kind of dark and shadowy in there and we'd sit in there with a cassette player and listen to revolution nine by the beatles and nobody could do it nobody could make it through there the, the audio would just creep people out in that environment and me out of here it was great you know so i guess uh, phantom's divine comedy figured they'd get in on the action and they put this little hidden track in there maybe they thought it was mystic i don't know here's the track played forward When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to terrorize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize.
<laughs> uh, told you, told you there'd be more Vic Mizzy. That was the closing sequence from uh, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken with Don Knotts. An excellent piece of cinema. And, and before that, from pretty much the same era, that 60s era, which was full of all kinds of goblins and ghosties, it was the theme from Bewitched, played by the great organist Jimmy Smith. Keeping with that period theme, Lurch, the dance hit by Ted Cassidy, playing his character from the show The Addams Family. And uh, God, it kind of reminds me of Lurch, the very scary Nick Cave, with your funeral, my trial. <laughs> and a little bit of Thurl Ravenscroft's track for uh, The Haunted Mansion. Again, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World. I don't know which one. So yeah, you know, uh, the swinging 60s, it's all good and all, but let's reach back to an even creepier time. 19... <laughs> I don't know why. 1927. Here's Ghost Dance by Truett and George. Nice guitar duet here to chill your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
The stars, the stillness of the night Has always cast a spell on me I'm not ashamed to say I'd rather sleep all day The lights, the fun The things that can be done That one who needs the sun can't see I'm like that wise old bird Whose song you've often heard Ooh, I'm a night owl I wake up just as soon as the sun goes down Start out and I do the town of brown. I make light of the darkness like my friend in the tree. Long about three, I'm hooting, still hooting. I'm a night owl. Just like that great bird, I am a late bird too. I'm a night owl. I wake up just as soon as the sun goes down. Do the town of brown I make light of the darkness Like my friend in the tree Long about three I'm hooting, still hooting Just like that great bird, I am a late bird too.
Dolls there from their debut album, 1973, I think. I bought it when it came out. I remember that. Before that was Howlin' Wolf, Moaning at Midnight. I mean, maybe not uh, overtly horror-oriented, but, you know, Moaning at Midnight, Howlin' Wolf, for Christ's sake, you know. It's in the loam, isn't it? In the loam, as is, I aver, the previous song, Night Owl. By Ukulele Ike, Cliff Edwards. Great little track. I may have played that before. I'm not sure. I remember I had intended to, and I'm not sure if I ever did. If I did, sue me. And at the top, Truett and George with Ghost Dance. You hear the three sons playing behind me now with Haunted Guitar. You know, it's kind of serendipitous that uh, Eric wanted me to do this show for him. Because I wouldn't have done it otherwise. And now that I'm into it, I'm really digging it. Autumn is my favorite time of year. Halloween, one of my favorite holidays. Always has been, for obvious reasons. It's just a lot of fun. And it's it's in autumn. Autumn here, especially in the Northeast, it's really great just because the colors, the coolness of the air, my birthday. I, by the way, you know, now that I'm not on Facebook anymore, I want you all to realize my birthday is November 19th. Okay, so it's less than a month from now. It's my birthday, November 19th. Now, I'm not on Facebook anymore, so usually you get that little alert so it tells you whose birthday it is, and everybody says, happy birthday, and you feel great. You feel, you feel like you got a million actual friends because everybody just kindly does this happy birthday thing. Well, it's not going to happen to me this year. And um, along with these fun horrors that I'm presenting here, life's been full of real horrors lately, which is why it's been a little while between shows. So I want to have a birthday boost. So you don't have to join the Patreon, send money, all that crap. I know. Well, you don't have to. Believe me, I'm not going to harangue you too much about that. But, you know, drop a line. Just send an email, you know. M-C-V-O-U-T-Y McVouty at optonline.net O-P-T-O-N-L-I-N-E Optonline McVouty at optonline.net November 19th <laughs> November 19th <laughs> That's the date and that's what you know you gotta do There you go So, earlier I was talking about hauntology and uh, nobody exemplifies it better than Leland Kirby who goes under the name The Caretaker, or did, in a series of albums. Check this out for creepiness.
inside him makes his eyes light up and gleam. They shine right through the window at you for a half, half, happy Halloween. Funky pumpkin's a happy pumpkin, and do you know why? Cause he's a jack-o'-lantern instead of being a pumpkin pie. Funky pumpkin, a happy pumpkin, happy all the day. And his great big smile will chase your cares away. Chase them away, away. Funky pumpkin, a happy pumpkin, never wears a frown. You can see that he's cut out to be a clown. Oh, what a clown is he? The candlelight inside him makes his eyes light up and gleam. They shine right through the window at you for a happy, happy, happy Halloween. Funky pumpkin's a happy pumpkin, and do you know why? Cause he's a jack-o'-lantern instead of being a pumpkin pie. Yes, he's a jack-o'-lantern instead of being a pumpkin pie. Rosemary Clooney with Punky Pumpkin. And our dog, Pumpkin, is feeling punky right now. A little bit under the weather. Always scary when your dog is sick. So that song goes out to our dog, Pumpkin. Before that, it was a song called Blackula, recorded by the Crystallites. No relation to the beverage mix. Back in 1973, to capitalize on the movie of the same name, black exploitation horror film. Very successful. And we'll linger a little while in the halls of the cinema with the Shield Suspense Medley, which was a medley of cues that Leroy Shield wrote for the Hal Roach comedy shorts of Our Gang and Laurel and Hardy. Cues uh, designed for those moments when you had a tense or spooky scene. It would just be dropped in there back in the 1930s. That was performed by the Bo Hunks. And at first was The Caretaker with Robins and Roses. I might stick some more Caretaker in here. Uh, for that project, he he was uh, he based his whole aesthetic kind of on The uh, Shining, on the mood of the, what would you call them, like the ballroom freakout scenes in The Shining, this ghostly possession, nostalgia. He seems to be concerned with the disintegration of memory. A lot of songs referring to Alzheimer's. Songs with titles like An Empty Bliss Beyond This World. It's pretty dark stuff. It's beautiful in its way, and it's all built out of samples of old big band records and vocal records, echoed and twisted and looped and filtered. I, I like it a lot. I think it's pretty effective music. A little bit like uh, Eraserhead, too, the vibe to me, the score for Eraserhead. And behind me, you hear the Danse Macabre by Sanson, played on the Mikado organ. Automaton organ at the glorious House on the Rock in Wisconsin. I might have played that track before as well. I don't know. Talk about memory disintegration. Holy shit. Wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face, comb your hair, eat your breakfast, go to work. Wake up, brush your My teeth. My sixth dream. My sixth dream was a nightmare! 
They're after me, they're after me, I've gotta get away. For life is colored rosy red and death is colored gray. They're after me, they're after me, they've caught me by surprise. And a hag in front with seven heads is waving seven knives. And one is throwing hand grenades and one is throwing fits. They aim to hang me by my heels and carve me up in bits. They're after me, they're after me, the wheels of danger churn. The boiling oil is flaming high and I'm too young to burn. They're after me, they're after me, there's hate in every eye. I hear them coming closer now, and I'm afraid to die. I stole some bricks when I was six and I'm afraid to die. You better run real fast, you better run real fast, you better Yeah, that's it. I'd better run real fast. I'd better run real fast. I can't seem to move my feet at all. You better scream real loud. You better scream real loud. I'll scream for help. Where's my grammar school? Bristol school. My teacher will help me. Miss Elliot will help me. Miss Elliot! Miss Elliot! Miss Elliot, help me! Help me! What is an adverb? Well, an adverb is... An adverb is... What is an adverb? It's... She won't help you, she won't help you! The church. Reverend Jones will save me. Reverend! Reverend! They're after me! Do you know your catechism? Well, some of it. I, see, I, I've been busy. Do you know your catechism? I'm afraid I... Uh... He won't save you! He won't save you! There must be someone to turn to. I know. My mother. I never saw you before in all my life, son. Never saw you before in all my life, son. They're after me, they're after me, and no one heeds my call. I have no place to run to now, my back's against the wall. We got you now, we got you now, we need some blood that's fresh. And you will feel our blades of steel tearing through your flesh. We got you now, we got you now, we'll slice up both your ears. You won't need them anymore, and we need souvenirs. We'll save your soul for playing ball, we'll take for you and Brian. Your heart will make our masters ball a dainty valentine. We'll soon be playing marbles with those eyes you so admire. Your lungs will serve as bellows, sir. You bang your beautiful heart. Are the knives good and sharp? Yes, oh ghoul. You're sure he can't get away? No, oh ghoul. Right then, Cyclops, you count. One for the monster, two for the shroud, three to get rendered, and four to...
brush your teeth, wash your face, comb your hair, eat your breakfast, go to work.
Koseki, Mothra's song from the film Mothra. You know, I was never one to be uh, scared by these giant monster pictures. That goes back to King Kong, any of them. That, you know, that's not my idea of menace. Some big rampaging monster through the streets. But I guess there are other people who are afraid of that. These pictures are very successful. So I guess there are people. And I'm, for, for those people, I give you Mothra's song, which is the Japanese science fiction picture about a giant moth. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know. I don't. It's going to eat all our winter garments. Roll out those giant camphor balls now. You know, I, I I don't really remember much about it, but except for those girls singing that incredible song, really great. Before that, Sunra. Speaking of really great, the great, unique Sunra with Demons Lullaby from the Angels and Demons at Play album. Then we had a little another little Munsters cue. Jack Marshall, by the way, wrote the Munsters music. Before that, it was the Whalers with High Wall. Now, the Whalers, like like the British band Nirvana, you always have to qualify. I mean the American Whalers from Tacoma, Washington. They recorded for the great Golden Crest label. I might have mentioned it again, the memory, right? I might have talked about Golden Crest records at some point here. They were based here on Long Island, not far from where I'm recording this. High wall, creepy little piece of music, and before that, the great tragic Jackson C. Frank. I played a song of his on an earlier show and talked a little bit about him. I didn't really get into his life, which is so sorrowfully unlucky. He was cursed, and that was recorded later in his life. And if you compare the two, you can see the ravages of that very, very difficult life on his voice, but. His talent was intact right up to his death. 
And at the top of that was The Nightmare. That was by Gordon Jenkins from an album almost like those Creed Taylor pieces I was talking about before where they do these little sonic playlets with music and voices and effects. It was a series of dreams. There's a lot of these kind of concept albums when the LP record first came out. Seemed like a good medium for creating different ideas, ways to structure an album and conceive an album. And that was one of those deals. A very interesting era, actually, for that reason and others. But yeah, The Nightmare, Gordon Jenkins, who did all those great self-pitying arrangements for Frank Sinatra. Wow, we're getting on here. It's almost, uh, almost time to end this. I better play The Misfits before it gets too late.
Boy time flies when you're having a spooky good time. Yeah, yeah. I don't like these things to go over too much over two hours. You know me. But here's the thing. You know, Eric uh, Eric was a stand-up guy here wanting this show. And I don't know whether I satisfied his urge or not. I don't know whether I scratched that itch that he had here. So, I don't know. I did I did what I could. I did what I could. I had a lot of stuff left over, though. A lot of, a lot of stuff I would have liked to have used. And here's what I'm going to do. Just occurred to me. I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to start as soon as I'm done with this. I'm going to do a special dormer, an addendum, and a codicil, an extra thing, um, an extension of this show. And it's going to be on the Patreon. It'll be a Buckaroo Holiday Extra. And it will be the continuation of this show. So for those of you on the Patreon, and particularly for my man Eric, the party will continue. The spooky fun will continue over yonder. In the meantime, I'm not quite out of time. So. Oh, what you just heard, I forgot to tell you. The social outcasts did mad. Kooky instrumental number there. And the misfits with hybrid moments. I feel like you kind of have to have a misfits song in there. I do anyway, on this show. So let's end this two-hour spooktacular with... With what? With what? Hmm, so many choices, so many choices. All right, well, look, I don't think I really hit Prague on this thing, did I? You can't, you know, you can say Stackridge, but I don't really... Anyway, you know, TFAB, he's uh, always bugging me uh, for Prague. So uh, I'm going to end it with a Prague piece, Graveyard Epistle from 1973 by a band from Northern Ireland called Froop. That's Froop. Froop. With three U's in the middle. Yep. So, hope you enjoyed this show. There's going to be another show coming fairly soon on the heels of this one because this was, as we mentioned, a special, unexpected departure from the norm. Been having technical trouble that's been preventing the WFMU thing from starting, but that's okay. With everything else uh, all ass over tea kettle these days, including whatever happens with this election. I'm not going to get too worried about where this show winds up because it'll wind up somewhere. So listen, thanks for being here. And uh, Patreon people, head over there and listen to the next part. Those of you who are not in the Patreon, consider it. Consider it. Look, there's nice stuff there. It's You could do worse. You know, you're going to send your money to Spotify. Well, let me, let me play the music for you. For crying out loud. Happy Halloween.
just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> they have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Now I will raise the safety bar, and a ghost will follow you home. Ha 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 ha!